What is the podcast? Majora's Mask, Zelda, um, masks. How come there's no Zelda mask in this game? Well, they don't do masks. Well, I guess I was going to say they don't do masks of individual people, but that's dead wrong. They should have a mask of Zelda that lets you turn into Zelda Link. That'd be cool. Like... That they could have added that in the next version of the game that they put out, they'll have that. Yeah, yeah. But they'll also have like Splatoon Link, Inkling, Inkling Link, Inkling, Linkling, Ink, Ink, Linkling, Linkling, Link, 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 Link. And of course, Banjo Kazooie Link. Right. Where the Kazooie is the ocarina that he pulls out of his backpack. That's right. But it's a talking bird, talking blue bird. Yeah. Named Ocarina of Time. Welcome to the Complete Guide to Termina. And today the topic is actually a fun little topic. One that you might not expect unless you read the episode description. Because I, the podmaster, decided that we should have a separate episode just for the Swamp Spider House. The Spider Swamp House. Yeah, no, it made sense. I was... We, we went uh, deep on different ways we could have partitioned this podcast out, and what we ended up with I think is pretty good. Oh, it's wonderful. I think that it's... And it's especially wonderful because I love the Swamp Spider House. I mean, you've talked a lot about how, you know, we only have four, like, traditional dungeons in this game, but we have a bunch of other, like, dungeonettes, mini Ooh, dungeons. That's fun. And this is the, the two spider houses are, like... The cream of the crop among those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's this another, one there's, is not There's as... another one that's also as good, but we'll get there. I'm trying to imagine which one you mean, because it can't be that one. Zach wouldn't have that opinion. We'll find out. Um, I like the Ocean Oceanside Spider House better than the Swamp Spider House, but we're not here to talk about the Oceanside Spider House. That's like 12 episodes from now. Yeah. Friends, the Swamp Spider House is cool. You're in the swamp and you're like going about your business trying to save a monkey and a princess. But there is this. It doesn't look like a house from the inside or the outside. It's like either. I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what we're looking at here in the 3DS version. Well, in the in the 64 version, it looks kind of either like a rock or like a tree stump, right? Yeah. In the 3DS version, it's got that same texture that you see in the Deku Palace that like, but also that, that I think we decided was like ground pulp or like a remains of a tree or something. That here, was kind of my fan theory. I don't know how well it's supported by the text, but sure. Here it looks like that same texture, but it's topped by like palm tree leaves as if this was just like a giant like it it doesn't make I, I i don't know much about palm trees but like it looks like a giant like trunk of a palm tree with just little leaves on the top from the and outside so, from the outside yeah it's hard to say how this could be a artificial structure basically from the outside it does it not really look looks artificial, like yeah. yeah yeah it looks like it, the entrance has been carved into some natural thing that's probably vegetable in nature. 
but that's about as deep as we can go. It's a it's a strange strange exterior. And the way in is blocked by a big spider web, like in a Zelda game. So to get inside, you're going to have to burn that web. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's a there's a torch right there. There's a torch right if there. If you have a Deku stick, then you're fine. Or arrows, uh, or fire arrows. Yeah. I have a weird memory of seeing that and thinking, oh, I have to wait until I have fire arrows to do this dungeon. But that's not the case. Anyway, uh, you go inside and you have this like kind of overgrown little room, very unassuming. Um, and there's a monstrosity. That's a little rude. Well, ask him. Yeah, there's a guy here, but he's not just a guy. He's a spider guy. He's a spider guy. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember. After he gets restored to his normal form, is he one of the? Is he one of the Ocarina of Time Spider House guys? I assumed so. I didn't go to back and check, but I just assumed that they just used the same models from the Ocarina of Time Spider House guys, and this is just one of those dudes. I don't think that's right. Dang it. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to go check. It's pointless. Uh, this guy is cursed with being part Skulltula, Um, And he will explain to you why he's cursed. It's because someone told him that he could become rich. And that the directions to become rich were written inside this mask. And so the guy, to read the directions in, written inside the mask puts it up on his face like you do when you're reading something and it got stuck to his face like in the movie about the mask and he became a monstrosity somebody stop him <laughs> so he also has a dog uh there's a dog here and uh, i guess while we're here let's talk about what's actually going on the mask here is the mask of truth Yes. And you can kind of see it embedded in his skull to love body. It's yeah. disgusting. If you played Ocarina and, of Time, you would recognize this. Mm-hmm. And the Mask of Truth in this game lets you talk to, uh, it lets you, like, I guess, t yeah, talk to um, Gossip Stones. And it also lets you talk to, it says talk to animals, but what animals can you talk to other than dogs? Uh... I think it's just dogs. I guess, yeah. Um, you can't talk to there chickens. are those little. Oh, that's right. They, it should let you talk to cuckoos. That would be amazing. What the heck? They just don't got anything exciting to say. They no, could talk to they're... you. They're not gonna. No, it's because they're stupid. Chickens are stupid. Dogs are smart. Um, and lifting up a dog while wearing the mask of secrets lets you hear what that dog is thinking. Not really talk to it, but just hear its thoughts. And this dog is like, thinks that its master is an idiot um, and is, you know, blinded by lust for wealth. It was lust for wealth, apparently, that uh, led him to this curse. It's interesting, of all the places where people in this game are saying, oh, I'm in trouble because of X, and X always turns out to be Skull Kid. Yes. Here, like, 
it doesn't say that explicitly. He just says someone, he, told me that their directions were in this mask. And we have, we just have to assume it's Skull Kid. Like, thinking that it's anybody else is dumb. But it's one of the few cases where they don't say, oh, that imp, that skull guy, which is interesting. You could make a fun, like, case that maybe it's the Happy Mask Man. Oh, I like that. Because he would be the one that would have that mask. Indeed. And I haven't thought about the masks that recur from Ocarina of Time and where they end up. And I mean, it's it's probably there's probably nothing in this thought, right? But sure. I don't think the rest of the matchup to possibly having been distributed in Termina by the Happy Mask Man, but it's fun to think about. Uh yeah, it's 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 especially fun for the Mask of Truth because we know that the Mask Man had access to that and we kind of like you could make the case that its status at the end of Ocarina of Time is in question, maybe. Well, it was like a pivotal, uh, it was like the one at the end of the quest chain in that game, so. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway, but like the Goron mask in this game is not the Goron mask in that game. Right, that's where that stuff falls apart. But The you could... Keaton mask in this game is not the Keaton mask in that game, but Keaton is a very popular character these days. That's true. So there are probably lots of Keaton masks. Everybody's talking about Keaton. Um, but the thing is, the, the mask of truth, when this guy puts it on, is cursed. And by putting it on, it gets welded to his face and he turns into a spider monster. And I don't see why the mask salesman would do that to somebody. I kind of don't see why the mask of truth would have this quality at all, unless it was just a Skull Kid prank Um like the skull kid is responsible for the uh, <laughs> the curse part. Prank makes the most sense unless it's like cursed for people that are using it out of greed or something like that. That's the thing. The the implication is very strong that this is the sort of curse story where you are being punished for your greed with this um Skultula form and that's the uh the Skultula house story in ocarina of time right yeah i don't remember the details i forget but who cursed them but somebody cursed all those Skultula guys i think it was ganondorf because he's the one that everything gets blamed on in ocarina of time i guess i feel like Gan- ganondorf gets mentioned in that Skultula house but i can't figure out i don't remember how um you know what? We'll get deeper into the Skulltula lore when we remember to research it for the Oceanside Spider House. Yeah. But um, here, like, it just bothers me that the the game doesn't make a very strong case that the guy with this mask was, like, overly greedy. Right? Well, there's not much room for them to do that unless they're going to like establish him as a character. Like early, there, there's no, not no, a, no. Yeah, there's not enough space in the game to do that narrative. I disagree. Okay, I disagree. How would you because do it, Ryan? I don't know how I do it off the top of my head. Ha. But when you talk to that guy, he has like four or five boxes of text where he talks about who he is and what his deal is and. Uh, his like the curse 
And you could add a box of text where you make it clear that he is like overly greedy, or you could change the details of the existing story and not even use any extra text and make it clear that he's overly greedy. Uh, because the way the story is told, it comes across like a guy said, hey, put on this mask. It'll show you how to make money. And you don't have to be like fairy tale greedy guy to go along with that. Yeah, I see you might think it's weird, but like just wanting to be wealthy doesn't seem like the kind of hubris that should be punished uh, unless this game is taking a very hard line against any sort of accumulation of wealth. People who want to have money at all are bad. I guess they need to be cursed. I don't know. It also could be phrased more convincingly in the original Japanese. Maybe, but it's fine. And I guess the dog does say something, but you can't figure out what the dog is saying until after you've done this whole thing. So it's 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 strange. I think the rhetoric of this scene is a little off. But anyway, we're going to help this guy. Yeah, because we're Link. Yeah. We do that. We're the, we're the protagonist. And we're going to enter the door into well, this. Yes? Real quick. Um, oh, yeah? Uh, oh, I guess we can talk. Never mind. We can talk about it as we go. I just want to note that, like, this room's like stone walls, right? So we've yeah. gone. We've gone from the exterior that we couldn't really describe to like actual stone walls on both sides, with a like human manufactured wall leading into the chamber we're going into. Yes, it's and so there's going to be a really cool theme about how this is just a big building inside of a rock that's like built there somehow. It's really cool. Yes, Keep going. it's rad. Okay, so. Open the door, and now we're in the main chamber of the Skultula house. And it's clear at once that this is not a residence. This is some sort of temple. Um, a temple to a spider god of wealth, perhaps. A gold-grubbing spider spirit. Um, because, like, okay, they do a fairly good job of this in uh, the 64 version. Like, you get the sense that it's a spider kind of shrine. But in the 3DS version, they really play it up as there's gold spider carvings all over the place with jeweled eyes. And some of the jewels have been plucked out of their sockets. And it really is like temple of money, temple of gold, but with spiders. Yeah, the 3DS version's really, really resplendent. Oh. Um, it also has the 3ds version makes all the doors and windows there are like windows kind of i guess they're like alcoves or something uh it makes them all into they look really like tori you know mm. those shinto arches those that's like every door you go through is one of those and so this really feels like a temple yeah. and there are sculpts oh there's water in here that's yeah. one big clue that you're not in a house per se because there's a pool or like a what would you call it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what an architecture would describe right? it. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I guess if the place was built around this spring, like we go underground, we find this spring. We're like, we're the spider cult. We're gonna make this into our shrine to spider god of money 
And so we build this room around the spring, this or this building around the spring. <laughs> oh, I'm see, I'm understanding this whole thing now. Um, there are spiders all over the place. There are gold scultulas. They are making this horrible creaking, chittering, scraping noise. Yeah. Um, you can kind of use that as a radar to tell when you're close to one. Um, and of course, when it finally stops, you know that there are no gold sculptures in the room. I like, so the big thing happening here is that they moved all the sculptures into these two designated areas, as opposed to just being an omnipresent force in the world. Yes. Uh, which is yes. better than the system in Ocarina of Time. Um, probably. I mean, I like this better. I like this a lot better. But it's a good way for them to reuse that idea. Yeah, yeah. Iterate on uh, it. Um, it, b- because, like, what it turns into is there's 30 Sculptulas, gold Sculptula tokens for you to collect here. And it is basically an experiment in how many different ways can we hide spiders for you to grab? Yeah. How many different things can we make you do? Um, and so it's like a real, uh, creative exercise for the designers. And then it tests the player's creativity as well. As you're like, you find a pot in the nearby room. You're like, how can I get, I can hear a spider in that pot. How can I get the spider out of there? And then you have to go through your tool set and figure out what works. Um, there are a lot that... Uh, you, there, it's very easy to kill Skulltulas that you can see anywhere as long as you have your bow. But then how do you get that token? If you come here with, like, at, right before or after you um, finish Woodfall Temple, you don't have any boomerang or hookshot-like thing to grab a token that was on the wall. And it turns out what they want you to do sometimes is to plant a bean... And use some of that spring water oh. to get a magic bean platform that will carry you up to where the um, the token ends up. So then with that, you could do this whole thing immediately after Woodfall then. I'm not sure. I don't try. Um, I've never tried. Or I've tried to do that when I like first played the game and then gave up on this and then gave up yeah, on yeah. the game. But now when I play it, I'm like, well, I'm just going to go get the hook shot first. Then I'll come back. Here's what makes this such a great dungeon. You get there and you start running around. You know what your job is. It's to kill all those spiders and get the Skulltula tokens. But for so many of them, the puzzle is so like roundabout that and it, you don't get that all that direction. So you think that, oh, I have to come back and, um, you know, come back when i have more tools and then it's up to you to figure out well when do i have enough like what oh now that i have this i can go do that it's Mm. basically where this game starts to like touch up against being a metroidvania you know um letting you think about your tools not just to go to the next thing but to go back and do something you couldn't do before sure and I'm not I'm honestly not sure. Here's what I want to ask. Can you um force a spider out of those pots without being Goron Link to punch them? I don't remember. Cuz I feel like you can roll into them as normal Link, but I'm not sure. 
I don't remember how I ended up doing it. I think I did roll into them. Okay. Um, but it's finicky. Oh, yeah. You need a weird angle on them. There's, uh, well, let's talk about the room with the pots. There's a room with a bunch of pots. Um, and there's like a sleeping Deku scrub. Who? Oh, right. You need to play the Sonata of Awakening to wake the guy up. And this is one of maybe like three places that you use uh, one of the dungeon songs outside of opening up a dungeon. And it's always the this one, right? None of the other ones are useful in that way, which is funny. I can't even think of any other examples off the top of my head. I know one other one for this song specifically. What is it? Uh, Captain Kita. Oh, yeah. But like Christ. the other songs, like, nope. Nope. Nothing. Um, but uh, like <laughs> the problem is, well, the other songs are boring. We don't want to get into that, but yeah. they don't lend themselves to being used in puzzles, uh-huh. except for the one that does. Let's get back on subject. You wake up the, um, uh, Deku scrub so you can use his Deku flower to get higher up in the dungeon. Um, there are, uh, a lot of rooms with beehives on the ceiling. Yeah. And you have to, you almost have to, you you have to go into first person to be like, where are the rest of these spiders? And then you see those beehives and you're like, I guess the spiders are in there. Of course, the spiders are only in some of those beehives. Sure. But it's another place they figured out they could hide the enemy, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, off to the other side of the main room is a room that i'm kind of obsessed with where there are spiders and there's like crates for some reason and then there's a big it looks like a tombstone yes and it has something carved into it in the 64 version it's just lines in 3ds it has highly in text carved into it that is like the texture is not clear enough to make it easy to translate this or to transliterate this text. So I don't know what it says. I know that it says something a little bit clever based on the other stuff in 3DS. I really want to know what that one is. So you're pretty sure it's Hylian text then? Yes, absolutely. Because some of the characters are recognizable. Okay. I wasn't so sure looking at it myself, but I don't have a good eye for that. So, um, but it is a big tone. It is. I want to, Second, that it is a giant tombstone or like some kind of monument. Yeah. That looks yeah. like a tombstone with writing on it. So it's really cool. It's so cool. And of course, there's a Skulltula like crawling around on top of it, which is creepy. Uh, in the 64 version, there's a weird painting on the wall of the upper level of this room. And I was looking at it like, is that a bird or a fish or something? It's a map of this dungeon is painted on the wall for reasons I cannot grasp. So the map's actually in a couple places. You have me go check this. Okay. It's yeah. in the front room, just on both sides on the stone wall, just painted onto the stone wall. Oh, and my gosh, it is? Yeah. In the uh, 64 version? In the 64 version. Wow. It, it is in the main room, but on the opposite side from the one in the 3DS version where it is like a framed picture. 
Yeah, in the 3DS version, they really wanted you to notice this painting and like think of it as something significant because it doesn't look significant when it's just on the wall. I guess that's the genius of it, that you don't realize you're looking at a map of the dungeon. Yeah, I've been in that dungeon a couple times in the 64 version, never noticed there was a map on the wall. Um, it's pretty but bad. In, in 3DS, they put it in the main room and it's in a big frame and it's a little more obvious. It's still not hard to... It's still not easy to tell that you're looking at a map. It's a very busy room in general, so your eyes kind of pass over it. And there's no, like, text uh, or anything. And it's just, it's it's mostly just, like, colored shapes. So it's, like, yeah, real easy to miss. But when you, when you bother to think about what it is, then you realize that it's a map. And I don't know how it actually helps. I guess it... I don't think it helps at all. No. It's not like it's showing you a secret room that you wouldn't be able to see otherwise. No, it, it really doesn't. But it's rad. It is I very cool. It. Um, it's like for visitors. It reminds me... <laughs> Wait, all, uh, oh, over time, all the little helpful, like, you are here placards of, like... Oh, yeah. Rubbed off. It reminds me of certain Mario Maker levels. Where... After in Super Mario Maker Two, after they added Link uh, as a, a playable character or as a power up, suddenly there were a ton of like people making Mario Maker levels that were dungeons. Sure, because not just because oh it's Link and he does dungeons, but because the Link suit or whatever gave you a bunch of tools that lent themselves to cool dungeon design like he has right. bombs he has arrows it was a really and, tricked out move set in like a way that is kind of incongruous with the game's design but it's fine and yet it made some of the best stuff in mario maker like once you gave the player more verbs then you it was it was amazing and at least one level that i loved was a dungeon that managed to like fake having a rising water level. Okay. It was really good. But in one corner of the dungeon was a room with just a bunch of like blocks placed in kind of a not very platformy way, just a big mass of blocks. And you realize what you're looking at is a map of the level. That's the dungeon map is this room and each block is a screen of the map. And oh, okay. that's my favorite Mario Maker level. Like in that Oracle's dungeon. Yeah, like in that Oracle's dungeon. That's okay. So we're making a list of <laughs> dungeons that contain their maps instead of giving you the map on a piece of paper. And right. I love it. All right. I adore it. I want this every day of my life. Yeah. The best. I made a... Anyway. Oh. Mm. The Mario Maker level I made with the Link is I recreated that one, the jungle level from for Frog the Bell Tolls. Oh, cool. <laughs> and then I like erased it off my Switch and forgot about that game entirely till just now. Um, here's, I'll tell one of my favorite Mario Makers uh, levels I made. It was called Wall Kicks Won't Work. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> and it was made in the Super Mario World style. And I had, like, ice blocks with coin paths of how you would wall jump. But it's because it's Super Mario World, you can't wall jump. So you just have to walk to the exit. 
Man, Mario Maker 1 was a time. Anyways. I think Mario Maker 2 was a time as well, but like... I was not as plugged in then. We're not as on board enough, so it was only a time for the privileged few. Yeah, I, I have a perception of it, but I also wasn't in Mario Maker 2 as much, so I don't really know if my perception's right or not on that. Uh... You know what? Both Mario Maker and Mario Maker 2 need, like, a historian to, like, go through and find, basically find all the good levels because there are utilities out there for, like, sharing your own level, but that just gets, that's just everybody's stuff. And then Nintendo just shuts the servers down and does not care about archiving any of this, so that's also a problem. Oh, that's also a problem. Anyway. Anyway, okay, let's talk about Zelda. Let's go to the back rooms of the spider ghost house. There's ghost house. The spider. It kind of is, right? <laughs> it feels like a ghost, like a Super Mario World ghost house. Yeah, kind of. Uh, maybe less puzzle. Because you're in a spiritual world, and you feel like you're off the normal map of the game. And yeah. in Super Mario World, I feel like, I mean, some of the ghost houses are a critical path, but they always feel like you've you've stopped playing normal Mario for a while, and now you're in a weird place. And right. We've stopped playing normal Zelda, and we're in a weird place. Definitely. And it is kind of puzzle intensive, because how the heck are you supposed to collect all these tokens? Um, there is a back room, and kind of what gave me my first sense that this was a like a certain kind of temple was looking at the ceiling in this room, which is a gabled ceiling. Um, it really looks like the inside of a church. Yeah. 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 The, um, there's like more crates around and there's a switch to make a ladder up here. It's a very small room, but it's a, a big puzzle because, you need to get up to this hole in the wall that isn't obvious and you don't know how you're supposed to get up to the second level of the dungeon. It's good stuff. And when you do find a way into this like hallway, you go down this hallway and you go through another Tory door and you end up in maybe the room that makes the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, this is very cool uh it's a another cave room with a tree like a dead tree in the middle of it or not dead tree i wouldn't say it's a dead tree it's I mean, not a dead tree we were just talking about to... dead trees in the previous episode that's oh okay yeah it, it's not a dead it tree. looks like it's growing like actually growing in this room yes it's not all leafy and stuff because the seal you can see the ceiling right right and so it kind of looks like this is maybe the bottom of a tree that is growing up high in the, up in the overworld. Or maybe it's a kind of tree that grows underground. It's so weird. This is a Minecraft tree farm that somebody yes. has made. And in fact, in the 64 version, so the room's kind of got some like grass like on the ground. Yeah, um, yeah. In the 3DS version, the grass is like luminescent in a way that lights the room up really bright not like really bright but like bright in the 64 version there's just torches in each corner oh i forgot about that and it's just dark in there so like that's like extremely minecraft tree farm to me 
Uh, yeah, it's also way creepier with just the torches. It is extremely creepy with just the torches, but I like the getting to the end of the dungeon in the 3DS version, and it's just this, like, this very, like, otherworldly room yes. in the back of yes. all of this. Yes, it's the feeling of, if you stop to think about it at all, it's just, it's uncanny. And maybe uncanny is the word we've been searching for when describing a lot of Majora's Mask. But there's a definite umheimlich to much of this game. And this is the Ace of Spades. It's just, I love it. And it's got maybe a fourth, maybe a third of the du- the spiders in the dungeon are in here. Yeah. Because they're crawling all over the ceiling. It's filled they're with spiders. In the grass that you have to, you can't see them in the grass. You're going to, you know that they're there because you trip over them and take damage. Um, and there is a, a gossip stone in here. Yes. Placed symmetrically. Like, the whole dungeon is pretty symmetrical. I really like your idea that it was built into an existing cave. Because now it makes sense. There was a cave, and they built, like, a as rectangular a uh, structure in the cave as they could. And the parts that are outside of that are just, you know, normal cave stuff. And, yeah, this weird tree in the back... Gosh, it blows my mind. It's Ryan, so... Ryan, do you remember the Gultheus tree? Uh, yes. This reminds me of that. For the listeners, uh, the Gultheus tree is a Dungeons and Dragons thing where it's like an evil vampiric tree that in... Uh, what's the um, what's the dungeon name? The famous third edition dungeon. Sunken um, Citadel? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It's at the very end. There's like a tree in a dungeon like this. Only that one's an evil dungeon, evil tree you have to fight. And this one, the tree is like, I would say good. You would say what? Like, I would say it's like a good thing. It's like an auspicious tree, but it's not an evil tree. It's very strange. Like, I get a, a sense of a certain kind of evil from it, I guess. I feel like this place has been consecrated by not good dudes. I guess, and I, yeah. I feel like this tree might be the the focal point of some evil spider ritual. I guess that makes sense, especially give given the 3DS version has all the spider effigies everywhere and everything like that, that this must be for spider worship. Yeah. Of course, what's what's amazing about this is they imply so strongly spider worship, wealth, cult stuff, and they never say anything about it in the text. Right. Right? Right. And so there's clearly I'm not saying that they have a detailed design document where they're like, this is the history of the spider cult and this is what they're doing. And this is who is this and any any of that. Someone just has an idea of, well, 
you know, those spider guys in Ocarina of Time were greedy and gold sculptulas go together. So we're going to do that and it's going to be here. And it implies a huge amount of not world building in the intentional write things down sense, but in the creating a world that has details sense that that you get the the feeling of the depth of the world without there being a bunch of explicit details you know what i mean there is no physical book history of the spider cult in majora's mask like there might be in, in skyrim in, less, in, in skyrim in a lesser in a work of a lesser work of fiction um and it's radical i freaking love it the whole thing and if this is how much I like this one, imagine how much I'm going to like the Oceanside one. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. But... Uh, do we have anything else to say about this one? No, I don't. Uh... I'll tell you what. You get the Mask of Truth from this guy. Um, It's interesting. It says this is the mask that the Sheikah spoke of. And in this game, that's what it says when you acquire the mask. In this game, the Sheikah have no role right uh, that I'm might be the only sure... that might be the singular mention of the word sheikah in the game you know what this is why we have text dumps i'm gonna check real quick i can't imagine a single other place that would necessitate using sheikah you like, are correct impa doesn't even show up in like the 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 flashback or anything like that so there's no reason yeah. for them to exist that's not a culture that was adapted to bring forward and that's because it did, well because it's there are two it, people in Ocarina of Time that are Sheikah <laughs> in that way. I guess um, I guess they might be carried forward in Icona a little bit as far as being like a spooky people and having the string I K A in their name. Maybe yeah, must be. It could yeah. only, why else would you put those three letters together? <laughs> There's yeah, out of all the letters, they chose those three. No, um, no, there's, there's no, there's no Sheikah in Majora's Mask. And that's why it's kind of wild to me that they say this is the mask that the Sheikah spoke of in the description, relying entirely on just the other game. It would be funny. Referring to the other world in a game that, or a way that Majora's Mask almost never does. That would be funny if you never played Ocarina of Time, didn't know what a Sheikah was. It would sound like a really cool detail, right? Yeah, no kidding. You'd be like, whoa. The Sheikah. I wonder who they are. They make this cool mask. But it's also interesting to me that there is no curse at all when you acquire the Mask of Truth. It, well, no. It doesn't mess with you at all. You have no... You're not pursuing wealth. You're not greedy. You're the hero. I guess. I am pursuing <laughs> wealth. I'm going to kill that Takuri over and over again. Yeah, I got to so fill up that bank. But uh -huh. I, I, for, for altruistic reasons, I'm filling up that bank. Oh, because you want a piece of heart? That's right. So that I can better be the hero. I guess. Okay. Um, duh, 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 duh. You know what? I'm going to check real. The dog, when you pick him up, he does say, and, and you have the mask of truth, he does say, stupid master. His eyes are always filled with greed and desire. And so that's the one indication you have that this guy has, like, a problematic lust for gold, as opposed to just a normal, 
Oh, I can be wealthy if I read what's in this mask? I guess I'll read what's in this mask. Yeah. Oh, no, it's stuck to my face. Uh, Out-of-order storytelling. I guess. Time travel. <laughs> uh, uh, well, where are we going to travel to next? Well, we've exhausted this uh, compass direction, so we should probably go in the opposite compass direction and head north. North of Clocktown. We'll do it. 